beautifully planned um, for season zero, episode three. Thank you so much. Um, we'll call this section Night Talks. Like, well, well uh, I'll figure something out, but I don't, I think we'll see these are affecting, um, like, you know, the sounds, tones, timbre, everything about it. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll reserve it for the night. You know, in the daytime, I'll speak a little bit louder, maybe a little bit more elaborately, but now we'll just sort of put it down as I guess. But that's good. So anyway, uh, it's a night. I know earlier today. No, 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 no. It's the next day because it's 12. 12 or 11 a.m. Midnight. Um, but maybe we'll work that into the title. But anyway, October 13, we talked about procrastination. You know what's funny? I feel like maybe I wrote that for myself because currently, you know, I'm in the process of, I guess, procrastinating. I have something that I'm, uh, I've been thinking about because I, I like things to move smoothly. So I tried to plan out as much kinks as possible so that when it's time to move, it's almost like, you know, sliding down a water slide. You know what I mean? You don't want, yeah, let's not go out the water, it's too much. <laughs> so anyway, um, this section, I think I'm just going to think, you know, uh, think, you know, just release some blocks. You might hear me typing, you know, as I start uh, putting things here and there. Um, you know, and if I ever really have to really type something, I won't type into the device, I'll stop the recording and uh, type and resume, but you won't even notice because of the way the tech, this technology is and the way that, uh, you know, the layout of everything. Uh, it's very smooth. I enjoyed it. Um, so anyway, uh, I'll just be thinking tonight. You know what I mean by thinking? I'm going to allow, you know, my listeners to hear kind of the thought process of what goes on in my mind. We might talk about um, what the, the phrase morning larks uh, to night owls. And I know I've asked the question a few times to a few of my friends and my closer ones, is, um, is there a one in between, and if there is, what do you call it? You know, it's almost like introvert versus extrovert is an ambivert. Um, you know, so, yeah. So anyways, we'll, we'll bring up a few topics. You might hear me go off a few tangents, but just bear with me because uh, if I'm lucky, I'll tie it all together. So I really do hope that you all enjoyed my last uh, presentation or uh, episode about uh, procrastination versus uh, patience. You know, that's something I really think about. I'm driving this right now. I 
have an outline in front of me. I have a different color text or different color fonts, you know, just to help me distinguish which one is more relevant than the other. You know, it helps because, you know, as, you know, as, uh, as much as I love to write, as much as I love everything about words, sometimes they move in ways that I can't make sense of them just yet. And so I give them time. Otherwise, if I start writing, uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm apologizing to my computer. Uh, but if I start writing and I haven't organized uh, my ideas, I end up, I end up pressing uh, delete or backspace more than actually coming up with new thought. You know, by the time an hour has passed, I'm still on paragraph one. Paragraph one. You know, if I allow myself to think a little bit. I can write, uh, you know, about uh, 300 words in about, you know, very, not, not, but just, just understanding the difference between where my mindset is. Mm -hmm. You know, if I start without preparation, I'm deleting, and if I'm writing, I'm Xing and crossing things out, everything becomes a mess. And then my thoughts become a mess because you see that mess. And I don't want to do that. So now I start to try to form organizational, like organization methods while, you know, trying to be creative at the same time. Like writing. You know, how do I make sure that my writing is a little bit more smooth? I've always been anti-outline. But let me tell you, writing in an outline, you don't have to make it specific. You don't have to use Roman numerals. You don't have to use indentation or tabs or depending on whatever device. But however, do an outline in a way that you understand it. But if I talk about outline here, so um, I guess I can write now because we're talking about outline. But um, I use dash. You know, I use dashes. And um, I do it differently depending on my or what I'm writing or how I'm approaching the situation. But writing in different color fonts, you know, with, um, you get an idea, your brain gets an idea to separate what's going on. You know what I mean? Because if everything has the same style, if everything has the same look, it's put in the same line, put in the same font, then you almost run into a very chaotic situation. Some people are able to handle chaos without actually knowing they're in chaos. We call those a amenthiosophos. Um, but, you know, the same thing with our writing. If, you know, if we wrote an outline and say we took the method of Roman numerals, if we didn't indent anything, and everything followed after. An outline may be a little bit more difficult to read, but when you look at an outline, you're able to jump from level to level. Therefore, your brain has to separate the activity in order to, to adjust whatever is needed, just in order to begin the next line. 
you know, um, the same thing, writing. And, you know, I, I will make a disclaimer. None of this stuff is fact-checked. I'm speaking everything from, you know, collective readings, uh, my experience, conversations with friends. Thank you all. But uh, I'm just putting things together on whatever makes, whatever feels right. But if there are any concerns, um, you can send me a message. I did mention that you can comment, but I don't think you can comment on this app. But I think you can send me a message, and I'll try to address it in one of my talks, or I can address it to the message. Um, so as to not get off too far on a tangent, the main point, allow your mind, your brain to separate activities. Okay. And uh, you will be able to, in a sense, multitask a little bit more efficiently. You know, I don't, you know, I don't have, I, I can't, I have, there are no studies to prove any of these indicators. Although I am certain that you know, I had to stop it right here because now I'm, you know, falling into another heavy subject, which is how the ocular muscles or the eye muscles transfer information to the brain, how the first receiver of all information are the eyes or, you know, we all have different minds. We all come into this world with different uh, elements, you know. Unfortunately, or may it be fortunate, there are some who do not rely on their eyes. But then you have your other senses, such as your ears. But depending on how you function, we'll go ahead and think about uh, the heavier percentage of the human population. And I will definitely say that Every percentage of the human population is important, but just for the sake of this argument, I'll go poor. But um, our eyes transfer information to the brain, right? We can take it uh, from injuries. Injuries hurt a lot more once looking at it than not looking at it, because once your eye has confirmed those details, the pain receptors or the neural receptors, however, can take that information and say, hey, yes, this is broken. We must heal like this. Genes stand in mind. I don't know how that is. Mm -hmm. We'll leave that mm -hmm. to the biologist. Now, um, the same way, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. our eyes truly transfer information, say, so for instance, uh, we have um, an outline or paper, right? And uh, we're looking at two different colors. We're looking at two different colors. That is the first command to the brain that indicates that there is a difference because we see the difference going into it. Even if we know nothing about this paper, if we pick this up, we can automatically see the contrast, the contrast in the colors of the font. 
needs several needs for some reason. So that's one position. Um, right now, um, there may be an ad, I'm not sure. Uh, but if not, it'll, it'll be as if I didn't stop, but I will stop here. I want to continue typing a little bit and then uh, put my thoughts together and then I'll continue, but it will be as if I didn't stop. Okay. Um, like I said, it would be as if I didn't stop, but I just finished my first uh, section out of four. But that section brought two major key terms to me. One of them is uh, discipline, but that was actually the second thought. The first thought was actually uh, accountability. Now, before we talked about procrastination and patience, and now we'll talk about accountability and discipline. Now, before it was a difference between negative versus positive. Now we can look at it as a police or positive and a positive because if someone is accountable they already have a sense of if this goes wrong I will take fault and discipline also takes fault but see the difference between accountability and discipline is that linguistically if we look at it discipline can be placed before accountability as far as timing is concerned. Because when we look at discipline, we are preventing ourselves from, you know, acting on desire or temptation or something that could hinder us. And accountability is accepting that things go wrong because in order for one to be accountable, there has to be something to be accounted for, or accountable for. And that puts it in the past, because accountable exists after the occurrence. And so, now, which one are you? Do you discipline yourself, or do you take accountability? Now, do you prevent yourself from taking chances? Or do you take chances and learn later? In some way, those are both extremely admirable traits. Either one, you're absolutely phenomenal. And I guess you can say that's everyone. You know, all of everyone is phenomenal. Now, to be disciplined, what is that? Now, my understanding of discipline honestly comes from my early interest in Asian culture. Many of my close friends and associates and family all know me to have a, you know, not a lean, but a curiosity of, uh, you know, I do apologize if I say anything that offends anyone. Remember, please message me your concerns. Now, early on, 
have always been, you know, curious of the Asian aesthetic. There's just something curious about it. The way that they held on to grace and honor. There was just something about it. I, I think my first, my earliest interest was how they were able to cultivate silk from what is caterpillar with worms. And I was just, how do you have the patience? And there was another one. Have you ever watched the film Handmaiden's Tale? There was a scene where she was eating rice, one grain at a time. And I just, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, it's uh, that level of control, you know, in every single, uh, you know, region of this earth. You know, it interests me. And uh, we can talk about that at a later subject, but just for the sake of this, uh, discipline comes from my early interest in Asian culture. Now, from my understanding of business, and it also comes from teachings of Buddhism, Taoism, Buddhism, Taoism, Confucianism. I think that's it. There may be more. I want to say Hinduism, even though that is counted as a Dharmic, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we will not group them into uh, these teachings only because uh, the philosophies are a little bit different. Now, I don't know much, I'm no speaker of any of them, but they, they interest me. Confucianism, Taoism, Buddhism, because uh, these people, you know, we're, we, we talk about Shaolin, they possess a great amount of physical power, but a good majority of them never use it. And that is very exemplary. You know, it demonstrates mastery, sensitivity to this realm, this earth, and control over oneself, and it is to be respected to the highest degree. And that can exist in any culture. That is not only selective to uh, Asian culture, but that is what first got me thinking. And uh, we'll talk about, uh, you know, the art of flow, I believe it was. Uh, I think I watched a YouTube video sometime about the art of flow. You know, it was uh, how you, not everything needs reaction. Not everything needs a push. That almost ties into discipline, accountability, patience, and even procrastination. And I guess you can say flow exists through everything. Why? Because things will move with or without you, true or not. If your heart stops, Will the clock stop ticking? 
maybe not, unless you are gifted in ways that we do not understand. But, you know, time flows, life flows. You know, that is Taoism. Move with life. And uh, can we talk about Maybe I'm getting the Buddhist monks, right? And then the Taoist flow. And then as far as Confucianism, that might also be the other ones, but also Confucianism, I think, if I'm not listening, please, please correct me if I'm wrong, but Confucianism belongs to yin-yang, correct? And Confucianism is all about balance. You know, it is more understanding that it is impossible, in a sense, to have one exist without the other because the other one provides greater understanding of the one present. For instance, light helps us appreciate the brightness because if it never became night, we would never ever notice the difference. But because it becomes night, we are able to understand day. And because it becomes day, we are able to understand night. And that is Confucianism. But now let's go right back to the top of that as discipline. Now, you know, further back, we talk about how discipline is, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, pre. It happens before, for instance, it's a preventing of a situation from occurring. Now, how, why is that important? Why are we talking about it? Well, you know, what are the benefits that comes from discipline? And if we dare, what are the cons? With discipline, we have a discipline we have a strong stature, strong uh, hindrance, a courageous, sensible, patient, careful, calculative, logical person. Um, those are all different words, but we're supporting the word discipline. They are able to say no, and not many of us are. They are able to say no. They are able to tell themselves, this is enough. This shall not happen. That's discipline. And, uh, Sometimes your body wants what it wants, and it will do things to encourage the acquiring of whatever it wants. Say sweets. We start making excuses. We start negotiating. We start saying, hey, we did this, we did that. That's fine, but are you truly understanding? Are you truly negotiating? Or are you saying, because I'm in the physical, I can do whatever I want? doesn't matter what my soul wants or what my spirit or what my mind or my internal self wants. 
But discipline is saying, hey, let me step aside physically. You know, let me endure my hunger pain. Let me endure my uh, need to party when I actually should be stuttering. Let me endure, you know, everything. Let me endure so that I may not transgress. Now, earlier you also mentioned that you don't take chances. But well, what does that mean? Well, it means that you don't take chances. You know, you don't take chances meaning that uh, how do you move forward? You can, trust me, there's a whole philosophy on how you can move forward with discipline, but if your idea of saying, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this, I can't do that, you can't do anything except this, what is your idea of discipline, really? Do you want to be caged? Are you trying to tell yourself what you can and cannot do according to what you know, how how you're moving forward, is that, is that what discipline is to you? Because if it is, you know, I will ask you to reconsider. Then that's what you'll stick by then. I accept, and you know, it, it, it is, or I cannot accept, you accept, and you know, it's, it's for me to accept. I, I can do nothing. You know, that is your reason. I will ask you to Now that, 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 that can be looked at as a con. Now we'll go into accountability. Now accountability is very admirable because it's saying if someone does something wrong, you can always count on them to apologize for it. You can always, account, you can always count on them to uh, own up to it. Say they damaged your car. You better believe they're paying for it. Or say they broke a dish, they're going to replace it. That's accountability. You know, they, they, they told you they're going to do something, they're going to try to do it, and if they are not able to, they'll make it up to you somewhere. That's accountability. But then, guess what? Is this really counted as a con? Because it's almost like this thing before we even get in talking into accountability, because accountability before accountability is saying, if I broke a dish, well, now we have to ask ourselves, what were you doing to even break a dish? What were you doing to be late? You know, what were you doing to break a car? Now you're, 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 you're almost, why, why are you accountable? I know, why do you have to be accountable? Now, now before we start elaborating on accountability and, uh, I guess, a discipline, I just accepted as two ideas as a, do you want to exist as this or that or in the middle? Because uh, in a way, if you if you switch places, right? And I know you probably you probably can't see it here, but imagine switching places, right? So you have you have you say discipline is in place one and accountability is in place two. So you switch to any, you put accountability in place. Uh, is it that here? Uh, accountability in place one. I hope I'm saying this correct. Put accountability in place one and discipline in place two. But guess what? 
will erase the letters of accountability and will write discipline. And will erase the letters of discipline and will write accountability. And guess what? No one will ever know the difference. Because all I did was just switch the places of time. I only went to the past and I went to the future. Because guess what? Words can do something that we cannot do. They can travel through time. So anyway, um, I'm going to pause it again. Uh, there may be an ad, I'm not sure. But uh, you know, bear with me. And like I said, it won't even be like I stopped. So now in this session, there was an ad, but that's cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, in, this, in this section, this is sort of to help me get through this block that I have right now. It's not necessarily a block. I just want to clear it up. Cause it, it, otherwise, I'm going to have to say things, and I don't want to be active. So, a while ago, I talked about uh, I, I talked to someone about what is a logician and what is a magician. <laughs> now we're getting into the supernatural, but I don't want you to think of it as a supernatural. I don't want you to think of it as magic at all. Even though even though I use the word magician, I don't want you to think of it as magic. Okay. I want you to think of it as parallel to magician. Okay. So a magician is someone who puts forth forth logic and reasoning. We see those a lot in mathematicians. You know, we see those a lot in engineers. In the sciences, those are the logicians. Now, what do we call creators? We keep calling them creators or creators or however, but can we group them as magicians? Is it, would it be so wrong to group them as magicians? I know, it, it, sounds, it sounds so crazy, it sounds so off, it just, it just doesn't make any sense. Why would we take a word that clearly means to signify magic and put it in a word that clearly does not? But here, in the world of creation, we either do things elaborately or we do things straightforward. Actually, let's not confine it to such limited choices. But logician versus magician, in my opinion, is here. You know, because we have two different thought processes. You know, if we set the brain, the brain is when you still call it a left brain versus a right brain, there's a whole bunch of debates out here. Some of it's valid, some of it's not valid. I'm not really sure anymore, um, but logician versus magician. What if we actually took logic and we pulled it into the world of supernatural? You know, we stopped putting magic in the world of logic. But now let's take logic out of the world and the magic. What would logic look like? You know, I read this book a long time ago. It talked about eyeing the fae. I was weird. I grew up on a fae. I grew up on, you know, fairy tales. And I mean fairy as in F-A-E-R-I-E. I hope I spelled that right, but fairy tale. Now, those were the true fairy tales because these fairy tales are not, they're not, they're not pretty. They're gruesome. They're full of betrayal, sadness, tears, everything you can name. But beauty, it is full of. Wow, you have to step into that world. It's intoxicating. Holly Black, I love you. Wow. Anyway, um, but.
but if we pull the world, if we pull logic into the world of magic, into the supernatural, now we're almost flipping our minds a little bit, whereas we couldn't see magic as being a real thing. Can we still see logic as being a real thing? What do we see logic as if we do see it as a real thing? No, I think this was Holly I'm sorry, this was um, Iron Daughter, the Iron Fae series, Cassandra. I, I do apologize. Um, really great novel, but it's about how uh, these new fae come about. And I started to think, well, what a careful, careful um, comparison of these two, because if we think about it, if we go all the way back in time, this earth used to be lush with wildlife, and that's what they were known as, seely and unseely, you know, summer versus winter court, you know, that was the thing, um, that was who they were, you know, now, we're in an age where science kind of rules everything, you know what I mean, it, we sort of forgot about what it means to make realistic paintings. You know, I mean, that was their style back then. To now we do 3D art. We paint, we print it out from a computer. No more sculpting. sculpting. So, um, but yes, technology rules this world. And the same way in this book, in the Iron Face series, is this new thing. I want you to read it so I won't spoil it. I'll just talk about the first part. But Faye, the Seely, Unseely Winter, Summer, however you want to go, this it's it vast. Um, but they don't get along with iron, as in their skin does not like iron. And that's a very important trait in females, is uh, story about this new fate that's actually iron? You know what I mean? What are, you know, this, it doesn't make any sense, but what's going on? Just read the book and you'll, you, you, you may or may not understand. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. And, you know, upon reading the book, I will discuss it with you. But it is, uh, it is deep. Even this, the books that get overlooked, their points get overlooked, but it, it holds great meaning. Now, um, Back to the point, can we view logic as an actual person? What does he look like? If we were to bring logic in the world, does this person have sharp features? Versus like in the logic world, a magician is seen as this person with sparklies and um, powers and just whatever. I don't know, it just, it's just, you know, the way that it's colored, it's, it's very strange, um, but versus a, in the world of Fae, how would we draw a magician? You know, maybe very sharp features, very black and white, very sharp lines, very straight lines, you know, non-dynamic features, probably something over the eyes. We could put glasses, but that's a little bit too stereotypical. We may want to do something like, uh, maybe he just uh, has a, a tight band around the eyes, 
if you can't open it. Almost something like Bleach. Remember, but, jeez, uh, I forget everyone's name, but he was one of the one that went to Waco Mundo. Uh, he was with Rin and uh, Aizen. Aizen. Uh, I think that's his name. And uh, he was the one that found, but something like that. Maybe that's how one might draw literature. But anyway, that is um, that is something that you know I just thought about. So that's that. So once again, we'll take an ad right here, um, and I'll continue as if uh, you know. So okay, so this is the last part of uh, this episode, episode three of season. Zero. Just more of a. How do we put it all together? So, in the beginning, I mentioned that uh, I might tie this all together. And then I admittedly, I just said that I'm going to put this all together. I don't know why I said that. I feel like I kind of condemned myself. Anyway, I said it was difficult to tie this all together, but can we? In the beginning, we talked about, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, let's see here. Is it accountability or discipline? Ah, okay. Before this, we had class sanction and patience. And then from there, we that was the earlier recording, and from there we went to uh, accountability and discipline, and how they all flow and or how they fit into each other. The second idea is, uh, you know, what is it? The affecting. Wow, I told you I thought it really, really myself into that okay so now we we, 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 we touched on points about uh, Buddhism Taoism and Confucianism right we talked about uh, accountability and discipline we talked about procrastination or patience we even talked about Asian influence And we even talked about uh, the supernatural versus not supernatural, uh, logician versus magician. We put them in each other's realm. Now, the person has accountability and there is discipline, right? Maybe you can have both, right? Maybe that's the balance that's present that confuses you. Maybe there's no fixed way to be. Maybe that is the flow of Taoism and uh, Buddhism. Maybe that is uh, just the way of life. And how can we fit 
magician and magician uh, talked about fairies and uh, the courts and how they would look in each other's court. Now, these persons possessing of the traits before, are they also present in magician? Magician. Anyway, this is a mess right now. Um, I was typing, I still am typing actually, uh, but I couldn't bring it together. If you have any ways um, you can put those together, please inbox me and uh, I'll mention it. Okay? And uh, we'll have a conversation or something. Anyways, I tried my best, but thank you for tuning in. Uh, I do appreciate you listening. If you are at the end of this recording, take care.